Uh, well, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. I'm doing very well. It's been a minute. Yeah, we took a little summer vacation. A, a brief hiatus, yeah. Yeah. Now here we are in our new our new digs. Yeah, here at Waking Up, we take one month off every year <laughs> for summer vacation. And we then, take you know, the month of August off. Sometimes we take, uh, you know, three, another three weeks. That's spring vacation, sometimes winter vacation. Mm-hmm. So coming right up, another another month off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I feel really relaxed. I'm ready. Sure, yeah. Ready. I, have, I mean, I have no idea what's going on. So, Yeah, you've been blind as a bat. Yeah, I, I'm so, so out of it. As far as you know, the earth and the world is <laughs> still very peaceful. Everything's fine. Yeah, I hope so. You're wrong. <laughs> Everything is terrible. <laughs> One month I leave you. Oh, no. Go sit outside and enjoy the climate change. Yeah. Well, first things first here. What did I miss? A study has shown that drinking water does nothing to prevent a hangover. So people say, you know, have a drink and then drink a glass of water. You'll mm-hmm. be fine. Joke. Yeah. Dumb. Bad science. <laughs> now, why is that? Yeah. Nobody really knows. Uh, they the Nobody knows what to do about hangovers, what's really causing it. The only answer is to drink less alcohol. That's not a very good answer. No. Yes, me. It doesn't matter if you eat food after or before drinking the alcohol, fatty food, heavy breakfast, drinking water the night before, as soon as you wake up. No real difference in severity of hangovers has found in a study with 826 Dutch students in what must have been one of the most fun and wackiest mm-hmm. yeah. scientific endeavors. Get a bunch of uh, Dutch drunk. Interesting. Yeah, about 25% of drinkers claim never to get hangovers. Thought that was bizarre. Never? Mm-hmm. I mean, now, maybe not very often, but definitely not never. Turns out that uh, most of the people that said that uh, don't drink nearly enough to get a oh, hangover sure. anyway. Uh, they just don't realize how little alcohol they're drinking in comparison to the real heavies. Yeah, like um, the Dutch. Yeah. So drinking water may help against thirst and dry mouth, but will not take away the misery. <laughs> <laughs> the headache and the nausea. And they just concluded this? Mm-hmm. And how long? Well, so the they've discovered through this study that it's not a case of dehydration, which is a pretty common, common thought. thought yeah. You think you drink the alcohol, it dehydrates you. That's not the case. Immune systems it's also just, evolved, but we don't it's just know what causes your brain. it. Mm-hmm. I mean, keep drinking water. It's not a bad idea. No. Just don't get the wrong idea. Just don't get the wrong idea. Unfortunate news. A uh, captain of Deadliest Catch mm-hmm. has died. Really? 50 years old, Tony Lara. He was in Sturgis, South Dakota for the big Sturgis motorcycle rally. No cause of death is immediately available. So, waiting to hear news. No cause of death at all. Whether well, they just found him? I guess so, yeah. They might have just released it. They're doing an autopsy. 50? Yeah, 50 years old. I don't know what boat he had. I don't watch the show. No, neither. Tony Lara. And last week's Braves-Yankees game. Ooh. In Atlanta. A man fell from the upper deck. Oh, no. And died. Uh, Greg really? Murray, yeah, 60. This happens quite a bit more often than you'd think, turns out. Yeah, I know it's yeah. dangerous. Mm-hmm. But. Well, it's, you know, you're up there drinking. and right. As opposed to like basketball games or football games, there's uh, a lot more foul balls that come your way trying mm-hmm. to catch them. 
So he just stumbled uh, out of the stands during the seventh inning, tripped and fell. Oh, that'd be so scary to be around. Yeah, it's terrible. Just, you're just uh, enjoying the game and some body falls right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, they, uh, the paramedics got him pretty quick, and they performed CPR on him, but he was... Too late. It was too late. No, At a Braves a total... Philly game, um, a man committed suicide by doing the same thing, but that was in 2013. Whoa. Uh, the Texas Rangers game, a 39-year-old man fell to his death trying to catch a ball. Uh, in the same year, a man tried to slide down a railing at Coors Field <laughs> at the Colorado Rockies game. Um, it's no good. So no, that's dumb. They don't suspect foul play. Um, Gregory Murray, however, had been a uh, season ticket holder for like 23 years. Oh, wow. Been sitting in the same spot, been going People to the games. That guy. Yeah. Oh, man. So, that's unfortunate. Sick. Total accident, though, it mm-hmm. seems. Yeah, just they don't suspect foul play. Now, uh, shoot, and other falling news: Kyle Jean Baptiste, twenty-one year old, who is the first African American and youngest person ever to play a lead role in Les Misérables mm. on Broadway, died in a fall after a show. What? Yeah. So he had been was it like understudying and first went on stage on July twenty-third. Uh, was his dream since he was a little boy fell down a fire exit. Nobody knows why or how. Weird. Yeah. Uh, shocked and saddened to have lost one of Broadway's youngest treasures. So, apparently he was a really sweet guy. Um, very humble. Very good actor. 21? 21. That yeah. is sad. Really too bad. Who else died? Well, Shit. 13 Mexicans were killed. And what? Uh, in gun battles in a in a town called Matamoros, probably pronouncing that wrong. Matamoros is uh, like right on the border with the south tip of Texas, right mm-hmm. across from some Texas town you've never heard of. <laughs> Let's see, where you don't is know. It? You don't know. Nobody knows. You don't know. Nobody I knows know. but the people that live there. Brownsville, Brownsville, Texas. I'm sure oh. it's a lovely place. So it's a it's a hot spot for. Uh, Mexican gang territory because oh. access into the United States for the drug cartels. Um, so in three separate shootings, 12 men and uh, one woman were shot dead. Two of the incidents were Mexican Marines fighting with armed men. And the third is uh, suspected to be uh, gang on gang violence. <sighs> so Let's build that wall. Huh, Trump? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. No, no to Trump. No to Trump. That's the official waking up Wallace stance. Yep. No to Trump. Um, Burger King. This yeah. is fun. Burger King is shopping around for a burger merger. Really? They uh, there's a International Peace Day, probably just an American thing. I saw Peace a, Day. a blurb on this. They reached out to McDonald's yeah. to create a, a Frankenstein, a Frankenburger. And McDonald's was like, absolutely not. <laughs> well, I think what I read was they politely declined. Mm-hmm. But they were probably like, <laughs> why? What? Why would we do that? <laughs> it's actually um, a great idea. They're going to, they're going to, in Atlanta, they're going to make a pop-up restaurant mm-hmm. where, so you don't like go to a Burger King already and get Burger King's version of right. this Frankenburger. They're going to do it together. Now... McDonald's is not going to do it. Mm-hmm. McDonald's has way too much going on. Burger King's like this. 
wimpy little cousin that just wants to jump on the back of what are they giants. now? I mean, Subway is number one, actually, isn't it? Subway for a long time now has been the number one most restaurants. Whether they're oh. the most profitable or not, I'm not sure. Okay, but they they have the most restaurants worldwide. And it was a big deal when they kind of crazy. Yeah, beat McDonald's because McDonald's has had that for a long time. Burger King's got to be like, I think Taco Bell might be. Taco Bell's probably up there. Burger King's doing okay. Yeah, they're still there. Mm -hmm. And they're big. It's big time. Yeah, but they're not McDonald's. Yeah, not quite. No, Uh, but Denny's was like, yeah, we will. Sure, (laughs) even though they weren't invited. (laughs) (laughs) But because Uh, you know. You don't get McDonald's, but you could have Denny's. But because Burger King didn't get any other offers, uh-huh. going with Denny's. Really? So they're mixing the Slam Burger and the Whopper. Whoa. It's a breakfast diner style hybrid, which would stack two beef patties with pickles, onion, lettuce, tomato, hash browns, fried egg, and bacon. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's also a place called Giraffe's Brazilian Grill, which has 10 restaurants in Giraffes. All in Florida. Burgers and Brazilian style steaks. Giraffe burgers? Giraffe burgers. Yuck. Yeah. So they're going to have a hybrid sandwich called the Giropper <laughs> uh, or the BK Brutus. Uh, and a, um, another BK burger Brutus, place like called Wayback, which is in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. They have nine different burgers on their menu, including the undoubtedly impressive Triple Triple, which has nine <laughs> patties, nine slices of cheese, oh. and 1,700 calories. Shut up. Um, they're going to do something with them. And then another company called Crystal, which does like uh, oh, they're like sliders, that, yeah. White Castle style sliders. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to make a compact looking burger. So Burger King is going to be making hybrid burgers with That's three cool. places I've never heard of in Denny's mm-hmm. in Atlanta, Georgia. Now, Atlanta was chosen as the site. Can you guess why? <laughs> uh not exactly. Don't no. be mean. <laughs> no, don't be I mean don't know. to our, our fellow Georgians. It's the halfway point between Burger King's headquarters in Miami oh. and McDonald's headquarters in Chicago. So now it has absolutely no relevance. <laughs> yeah. But it's still going to be there. Mm-hmm. You know who I bet's really going to get some get some good publicity out of this? Giraffes. Sure. They only have 10 restaurants. And they're all in Florida. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows about that outside of Florida. Yeah. Way to go. Nice. Odd name, though. Mm-hmm. Giraffes. Giraffe. Right. You're going to name your Brazilian steakhouse after an <laughs> African mammal? <laughs> I... Questionable. Okay. So after a study was done, mm-hmm. uh, North Korea has no chance of victory against the U.S. in war. <laughs> so... As if, as if that wasn't uh, the general consensus. Well, they've been threatening South Korea. Yeah. China's been backing them. South Korea and America have been cool. doing studies to We're determine cool. the fact that they don't have a chance. Yeah. Now, they have a huge army, a lot of conscripts, a lot of special forces, mm-hmm. and they have a, a ton of artillery. Yeah. But the reason that they have all that artillery is because artillery is cheap, comparatively. And they have uh, an air force of about 800 jets, but all those all those jets at best are Vietnam era yeah. fighter jets. So, you know, the worst thing that they could do, this study showed, is they could send their special forces 
quickly and easily throughout the world with chemical weapons. Mm-hmm. And that would be very disastrous. But in a, in a war situation, they don't have a chance. No, um, I don't see it. So didn't, uh, wasn't South Korea like blasting Hello Kitty music at them at North Korea? That's not surprising. Then <laughs> they were like getting real pissed off. <laughs> I thought I saw a picture of these soldiers like pointing a giant, just speaker mega, of megaphone thing at them. <laughs> I'll have to look into that. The Clipper Round the World Yacht Race is about to launch in London. Around the world. Twelve teams spend a year traveling the globe. It's the world's longest ocean race, 40,000 nautical miles. Whoa. It will feature over 700 participants. They're all about 70-foot yachts. Now, on all these yachts, only the skipper is professional. (laughs) Interesting fact about this race. Clipper Around the World Race. All the other crew members are amateurs, and around 40% of the participants have never sailed when they signed up. Wow. Mm-hmm. So let's just go do the world's longest yacht race. Yeah, you don't know experience necessary. Yeah, I've never been on a boat. I'm sure <laughs> I could do a whole year. <laughs> sure. Um, well, you, they do it in legs, so a lot of these people are only going to be going from like Vietnam to China or South Africa to Australia or something. So it's going to start in London. And it's going to go down to Rio de Janeiro, about 6,000 miles. And from Rio, it'll go to South Africa and then to Albany in Western Australia. And then to Queensland and on to Vietnam and China and then over to Seattle. And from there to New York via the Panama Canal and then mm. from New York back to London. And uh, That sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, we'll give you an update on who wins uh, next July. Okay. <laughs> so good luck all you clipper around the world good yacht racers luck. yeah have a blast out there so yeah look at this look at this photo <laughs> they're blasting the k-pop band girls generation at north korea and north korea says stop it turn off the loudspeakers yeah. or face all out war <laughs> <laughs> i just think that's oh, hilarious what a I'm just fucking with them ah uh. I'm sure there's more to that story, but that's all I need to know. They're like bad roommates. Mm-hmm. That's all. They're just like... With a line down the middle of the room. Just very different bad roommates. <laughs> yeah. And neither of them mean each other any harm. They just... Just want to do things their way. They just want peace and quiet. And one of them just wants to play pranks. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So just uh, a little bit down the way from... Korea there. Japan mm-hmm. is changing their military legislation, and Japan is protesting. So since World War II, Japan has had a very pacifist military order in which they're barred from using force to resolve conflicts except in cases of self-defense, mm-hmm. which is sweet. I mean, they just, <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, they're not, they're not even allowed by their own government to go meddle on other affairs yeah. aside from, you know, through ambassadors and such. So they're trying to change that. And really it's, they're not trying to become more aggressive. It's more. Um, so when the, the changes here is when Japan is attacked or when a close ally is attacked and the result threatens Japan's survival and poses a clear danger to people, the military will get involved mm-hmm. when there's no other appropriate means available to repel the attack and ensure Japan's survival and protect its people. 
the military will get involved. Use of force is restricted to a necessary minimum. That seems nice. Yeah. Seems very reasonable. That seems like what everybody should do. The Japanese have taken to the streets. Despite the wet weather conditions, tens of thousands of protesters poured out, demanding that their pacifist constitution be protected and calling for the prime minister to step down. Uh, now, the streets were lined with police, but given how unprecedented it is for the Japanese to be so vocal, right. there was never any fear that things would get out of hand. These demonstrations have been taking place all summer, mainly led by students and young people who say they wish to protect Japan's pacifist constitution. They Japanese are often are accused correct. of being apolitical and apathetic, but it appears they have woken up and are refusing to be silenced. So the Prime Minister, Shinzo Abe, says the changes are necessary to protect Japan. But polls show many Japanese oppose them, hence the mm -hmm. streets. The streets. Mm -hmm. uh, the plan was criticized at a recent memorial ceremony commemorating the dropping of the U.S. atomic bomb. Mm. So I don't know. Uh, I may be maybe a little American biased, mm -hmm. but it still sounds like a pretty pacifist thing. Yeah, yeah. But Damn, moving on to... Uh, 70 huh? years ago? Yeah. <laughs> 45. Moving on to not good news. Oh, no. Uh, the current El Nino, El Nino climate is uh, among the strongest. El Nino. Yeah, so we're in for El Nino this year. Uh, now, at the moment, there are three Category 4 storms seen together in the Pacific for the first time. And they all are just surrounding Hawaii. You can see this Hawaii is just surrounded by hurricanes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. And that's a lot of... Uh, Pretty big ones. Circular. So El Nino is when... The waters in the Pacific Ocean mm -hmm. are at least a half a degree above normal. Right. And what's supposed to happen uh, for decent worldwide weather <laughs> is trade winds move west across the Pacific, moving the water around. But mm -hmm. sometimes wind will go the opposite direction, create a very large wave of warmer water. Right. And it maintains this warmer weather all year. Mm-hmm. And that causes a lot of odd weather patterns throughout the right. whole world. Yeah. Australia is going to be drier than usual, which is probably bad news. I think so. I think they're going into their summer. Monsoons are, are weaker in India and South Asia. Hmm. Um, and, of course, tropical storms are more dangerous right. on our side of things. And more likely? And more likely, yeah. So El Nino is, is different every year. Yeah. Nobody knows what it's going to do. They have some ideas, it, <laughs> but nobody really knows how it's actually going to play out. So expect a wacky winter, folks. It's going to be wacky. It's going to be weird. Um, there's also um, an Arctic warming effect, mm -hmm. which is doing a very similar thing to El Nino. Now, meteorologists are honest and say, we don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Will the two patterns reinforce each other? We don't know. Will they cancel each other? We don't know. Are they going to act in sequence? We don't, we don't know. know. Are they going to be regional? We really don't know. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. So we're going to find out this winter. Either it's going to be like, already it's tough, plus this Arctic warming thing, mm -hmm. and we're all just screwed. It's going to be a Cormac McCarthy novel. Or they're just going to cancel each other out. Huh. But whatever happens, rock band The Main. The Main? The Main will be doing a 26-show free tour. Wow. Unprecedented in the history of rock and roll. I was, I was hoping you were going to talk about the rock band 
Il Nino. Il Nino. <laughs> Il Nino. No. Um, They're still together. I can't believe it. These guys. Let's uh, listen to them real quick. Oh, sure. You're going to really like it. <laughs> I'm sure. Free tour, huh? Yeah. We'll get a shout out on Twitter. The main. The main. Yeah. Uh, here, have a listen. This is uh, This is their single. Come on, internet. This is the song English Girl. Girls. Oh no. Great video. Oh. Sound familiar? Yeah. Isn't that a melody from Torn? Oh. The Natalie and Julia song? That line right there, mm-hmm. in a slightly different key, is in the like the That's outro. Slide. The like yeah, slide line. It's like the outro of "Torn" by Natalie and Brulia. Hmm. I'll drop in a sample right here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so they're they're playing uh, uh, free shows. Now they have to make some money, so well, sure. So they CDs will also are... be playing paid for shows. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the kicker: instead of theaters or clubs, the main will be playing non-traditional venues, of course, such as shopping malls and parking lots. What? And to save money, they're going to sleep on the bus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, real heroes! Mm-hmm. Handful of club shows, regular ticket price, cash from T-shirt sales and other merchandise. And they've invited fans to donate gas money. So, go see the main. They're from Phoenix. They're fun. Uh, what label are they on? Now, they flirted with some mainstream commercial success. Warner Brothers. It's their major label deal. Mm-hmm. They had albums in the Billboard Top 50. Major label deal. Black and White is their 2009 album. But now they're just playing free shows. 26 of them. Well, that's fine. Have fun. I'll tell you what. If I went to the mall to like go pick up some sneakers or mm-hmm. or orange you know, just, Julius, yeah, go spend some time in a JC Penny, <laughs> and they were just playing. Yeah, I'd be so confused. Yeah, I mean, what? what are these people? So, best of luck to the main. Yeah, and uh, if you're ever in Portland, you know, we'll see you. <laughs> so, I, I won't. Oliver Sacks. Has died at age eighty-two. I heard, yeah, I heard about this. He's uh, he's one of my favorite figureheads in science. He's mm-hmm. a brilliant, uh, absolutely wonderful person just to listen to talk. As much as he did for science, he was very quick to understand that we weren't even close to breaking the surface of things, right. which is great. Uh, really, like humble and witty and almost childlike. That's cool. Uh, he's one of my favorite figures. I'd, Definitely recommend reading any of his books. Uh, Man Who Mistook His Wife for a Hat is a real trip. <laughs> oh, was it uh, Natural Causes? Yeah. yeah. He had cancer. So, not. He didn't just pass away. No. Yeah, fucking cancer, man. Uh, it gets you. So, it's unfortunate we lost a great man in medical science. Do yourself a favor. Read some of his stuff. Do it. Yeah. 
He was great. So this morning, uh, Fox Lake in Illinois, an officer, uh, one Lieutenant Joe uh, Galinowitz, responded to what he thought looked like three uh, suspicious people, Mm -hmm. reported it to to dispatch, uh, went after him, and was shot. Nobody knows why. Uh, There's two white men and one black man. Uh, are the suspects on the on the run, the lamb. Now, Joe, here's the real bad news. G.I. Joe was a, a, a great... G.I. Joe. Yeah, that's what they called him. Um, he was a, a great cop. He he went beyond the call of duty and, and ran a thing called the Fox Lake Police Department Explorer Post, which mentors young people into a careers in law enforcement hmm. if they have interest in all sorts of community work. He was just a great guy. Was supposed to retire at the end of this month. Are you kidding? Yesterday, uh, he met with the mayor to discuss his retirement plans to make sure the Explorer program continued without him. Wow. He was an Army veteran, served in active duty, has four kids. and uh, It's like a movie. Nobody knows why. Nobody knows why he, would, he was in a bad neighborhood going after suspicious folks. But yeah. it's really too bad. Um, and they, as of now, they just don't know where no these leads, people are. So nothing. the... Huh. Shit. The problem is the landscape where this manhunt is happening. It's a mix of abandoned buildings, which are occupied by squatters, residential and commercial properties, situated around a heavily wooded area and a marsh. Mm. So some of the terrain is overgrown and swampy. Railroad tracks run through portions of the area, and there was intense sun. So good luck out there uh, in Illinois. We will... uh, Yeah, I hope they... Figure that one out. Yeah, it's That's really injustice. too bad. Uh, it's the 26th time an officer has been shot and killed in the line of duty this year. Dang. Uh, just last week, a sheriff's deputy in Houston was gunned down in an ambush attack. Uh, it's a very tough time to be a police officer. Yeah, no kidding. Hope his family, you know, all the best. Best mm-hmm. wishes from waking up. Yeah. That sounds fine. So I'll go ahead and I'll put- trust your producing knowledge. Your production credits. I'll go ahead and put this in at the half hour mark, folks. We have plenty of news today. We're going to break it up, and we'll have a, another episode for you tomorrow. It's going to be more of the same. But it's going to be great. I already know, because it already happened. It's going to be great. There's some good stuff ahead. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. They better be perfect. Absolutely perfect. That's fun. Good to be back. Mm-hmm. 